the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Pacific Union Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Check them out. Today's trivia theme is entertainment. We like that. It's entertainment. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, Patty, you've got a, a very interesting point you wanted to start off with. Well, yeah, it's it's a subject that keeps coming up a lot, and especially in the last uh, three or four years, but now so more than ever. And consumers are confused, some real estate are confused, sellers are confused. But the, the question is, is it okay to make an offer on a property and have zero contingencies? And Ooh, what, no, one would think, yeah, I mean, one would think, well, why not? Well, what are the typical contingencies people have when they're making an the offer? The two main ones are um, loan and inspections of the property. Financing contingencies. So, of okay. course, generally people only do that. Buyers only do that when there's competition. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when there's competition, what's common now from when I got in the business 30 years ago and even 10 years ago, we weren't mm-hmm. really doing it. But we come as listing agents with a full disclosure packet. Right. Oh, yeah. Four buyers make the offer. And oh, the good. California real estate forms that everyone uses are as is based on what's known at the time of the offer. So buyers see everything. License inspector inspected it. And even still, buyers often get their own inspections unless there's multiple offers. So... The, then, so it's as is, okay. but based on what you know at the time. So right. I think that's personally, I think that's pretty good. I mean, I I, I, can, I like that way of doing business because you know you're it's based on what you know at the time, mm-hmm. and and it's not like you're not disclosing stuff. Yeah, you know, so it's like, well, I know we had you know termite damage X right. or, or something. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And then and then people say, okay, so I based on what I know at the time, but I've also removed all contingencies. I can't find anything else out. What happens if I find out that there's been a big lot line dispute? Or what happens if the the foundation is cracked and I didn't know it? Or the place burns down? Again, okay, so let's go back. Okay, so if I'm the seller and I didn't know it was cracked... Yeah, and right. the the thing is, I'm accepting your offer as is because I could have accepted someone else's offer. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then that's the competitive advantage theoretically that you're gaining on everyone else is saying I'm 
removing all those contingencies. So yeah. Ahead. Well, you have to assume there's no failure to disclose on the seller's part. Sure. But yeah. even still, if everything's been disclosed, all contingencies are removed. If something is discovered during the period of escrow that wasn't previously disclosed, and it's a material fact, meaning it could affect the value of the property, then a buyer has three days to con- digest that and move out. Even you know, move on and move on. Yeah. Move okay, on. okay. So, uh, and we're not. We're, we're still assuming the seller didn't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. The seller didn't. Uh, you know. know what? That's. Or, that's actually not, I suppose not it doesn't a, matter. I mean, if the seller knew and the borrower discovered it anyway, they still have that right to three-day right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so. but I mean, I'm just thinking like from the standpoint of the seller. I mean, if they didn't have that, uh, then I'd kind of look and go, well, wait a minute, seller. Are you trying to pull a fast one? Right. Or, you know, gee, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, I'm just thinking as, as a consumer and kind of looking at both sides of the fence. I mean, if, as long as you give them you know just a few days to decide then at that point they'll probably come back and offer a lower price or get out completely or lower the price but at that point you know once you move on to the next person you have to disclose the fact that oh this last person discovered the foundation's cracked exactly exactly and then the you know and so the other side of it and what was happening for a while there is attorneys would counsel us and say, even if somebody wants to make an offer with no contingencies, don't do it. At least put in a few days because they attorneys are very aware of what yeah, causes lawsuits. Right. And they say, right afterwards, you know, in a rising market, we have no problem. But when it's flat or going down, buyers, you know, whine in court about yeah. the agent wouldn't sure. let me, the seller wouldn't let me. Wouldn't let like, me. Yeah. Come wouldn't on. let me. Yeah. yeah. You know what? The, then you could also <laughs> disclose, okay, it's got dry rot, it's got termite damage, the foundation's got it's got everything right. possible yeah but then i mean even though we all kind of look and go well that's not really true we go, yeah but i disclosed it's, <laughs> yeah you know it, disclosed right. but yeah. it's not fair because there were other people bidding well that's just how it is yeah right. yeah, yeah that yeah that that can, can should definitely not be an excuse yeah. so as a realtor to cover yourself though if somebody says you know i want to not have any contingencies would you have them sign something saying yeah we've you know, got a I really good locked, we got a really good form for that yeah yeah yeah, it says, it's, that, I'm recommending that, that you have yeah. contingencies, and you're signing here. By signing here, you're saying that you go ahead and waive. Yeah. The, of course, the they still, you know, sure. they're still quite. Of course. It's, it's sort of like, um, you know, there were uh, banks that were getting in the business of um, selling mutual funds and that sort of thing. And they had form after form after form that would tell the prospective buyer of a mutual fund or annuity, this is not FDIC insured. It's not a deposit. You can lose all your money. Now, let's repeat after me. You can lose all your money. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here in a bank. I just happen to be in a bank, but I don't represent the bank. I mean, all of these things. And still, yeah. stock, the market goes down, the mutual fund drops, mm-hmm. they go to their attorney, and they go, but they were in the bank. Sure. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's exactly. a cost of settling. Crazy. And Americans, we all know Americans don't read and all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah. And it is kind of unfair to, I mean, like some of these disclaimers are so small print, like even on TV, and they just quickly go, I mean, hey, the guy talking really fast, like, it's like, Really? I mean, it's like those medical that. commercials. Yeah. Was, oh, oh, I love that. Yeah. You you will die if you take this, but but it'll it'll clear your acne. Your acne. That's right. Okay. Hey, real quick for the next segment, can yeah. we continue on that sure. uh, conversation? Absolutely. I got some other okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to cut to our first commercial break. We're talking entertainment here. All right. Uh, first trivia question: What 1950s rock pioneer was portrayed by Lou Diamond Phillips in a 1987 film? That's funny. I had 9187. I think I'm. 
I'm dyslexic here. Um, <laughs> okay, that's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190. Uh, to answer that question, be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that uh, certificate that's worth about $100 from uh, Tan Bella. What 1950s rock pioneer was portrayed by Lou Diamond Phillips in a 1987 film? Don't touch that dial. The best to invest will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. It's no secret that the wealthiest people in the world use real estate to become rich. For almost a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned 7.5% and more secured primarily by California real estate. Let me say that again, 7.5% and more. This is not a REIT. It's a mortgage-backed investment where you earn like the banks. Look around and tell me, who's bold enough to promote annual yields of 7.5% and more? Call Pacific Private Money and join the thousands of California residents who have watched their savings grow. A 7.5% return secured with real estate is worth the call. For more information, call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150 or visit their website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation, and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. Have you ever wondered how the banks make all their money and wanted to be on the bank's side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, their clients do just that. For almost a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more, secured primarily by California real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent above-market returns on their savings and retirement accounts. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost your income. Join the thousands of California residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing. For more information, call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150, or visit their website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation, and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. First commercial break. What 1950s rock pioneer was portrayed by Lou Diamond Phillips in a 1987 film? Anybody remember that? Something Valens? What's R- Richie Valens? That's Valens. right. That's uh, La Bamba. Bamba. That was actually a very good movie. I enjoyed that. Um, so. Patty, you were talking about contingency sales, and it's not like the old days where you say, "Yeah, I've got to sell three properties in order to, uh, you know, sell to, to buy this one." Oh, will you, will yeah. you accept that offer? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and that's a whole nother topic, like contingent upon the sale of a property. Usually, it's just contingent upon inspecting the property and the buyer getting a loan. Yeah. Yep. But you know, contingency sales—we're we don't see them anymore, but we're going to start seeing them in the next three, four, five years. You okay. think so? Yeah. As just. Go ahead. What as the market slows down? As it slows down, yeah. Because it's a situation. It's not like the situation has gone away. It's right. just that sellers won't have it because they don't have to. Because they're comp- at one point there were forty percent of our sales in the Bay Area were cash. Right. Yeah. 
So, and a lot of people have the uh, ability to do a bridge loan for Pacific private money yeah, or wherever. Right. That's true. Yep. You know? So, with the market slowing down, then sellers will see fewer offers um, because it's less competitive, right? And so that uh, the offers that come do come through, the buyers won't feel like they have to have a no sale contingency. Or, or, yeah. or maybe what they'll do is they'll, I'm just conjecture here, but they may say, you know, listen, I'll add an extra 100000 to that offer if you let me make it contingent upon my sale. And then you got to look at like, well, how much are you selling your other property for? You? Yeah. Is it ridiculous? Or, you, or no, you priced it well. You'll probably sell that in three months. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then a lot of times there's a chain like that buyer sale is contingent upon the other buyer right. sale yeah. is just moving up. Right. And hopefully they're a first time buyer and we, you know, where is that property? You know, if it's all local stuff, you, we're, we can determine as an agent that's priced correctly or not. Right. Yeah. Because it's all about price. That's right. You're running yeah. comps on uh, further upstream on all these properties that are Linked, exactly. Like the yeah. What's the most contingents or, or oh, yeah. number of deals that had to close in order for <laughs> your listing? I've hood? seen like the chain be four separate parties. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a actually. nightmare. I mean, how, how long would yeah. that take? A year? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, everybody's, uh, but then there's like, then you have either you have a 72 hour release clause in there or you don't. So it's contingent upon uh, your house selling. Okay. But I say, you know, the seller says, you know what? If. We get a better offer. You're bumped unless you can remove your contingency oh, in 72 yeah. hours. Right. Yeah, it puts a little so pressure on them. Heads, hedges your bets. But a lot of buyers aren't having that. Like, I'm not going to go through all that work and then just get bumped. And, yeah. um, and along that line, how many backup offers are you seeing? Did, oh, backup some offers. Some people basically say, no, no, I'm not going to give a backup offer. Right. If I lose it, I lose it. But if I don't, then I'm going to come in with my offer. Yeah. Does that happen? Well, um, we do see backup offers, but they really mostly keep the first person in place. I mean, they're good for the seller. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. is that you're really kind of being the dark, the, the white horse or dark horse, whatever they call it. Dark, yeah. dark horse? Dark to, in order to, to, by putting in a backup offer, you're almost solidifying the, the first, first offer. Exactly. Yeah. And if That's they why want, some people don't want to do it. Yeah. And if they want to get some money back, it's like, sorry, we got somebody better. And yeah. and they might not even be better, but it's a game like who's going to flinch first. I just right. you know intimate that we've got a better offer. So it's just such a yeah. game because we're not allowed to disclose that stuff. We, it's not... To no. benefit, right. but yeah, it's a little unethical. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what do you see? So, right now, are there a lot of um, offers still being made on on listings? It's sort of back to my schizophrenic market. Some of them just sit there, mm-hmm. and some of them are flying off the shelf. And I think, kind of strangely, what happened is that we had a very slow summer, and then somewhere in the last two or three weeks, it, everything moved. Like I sold five listings in the last. Five really? weeks, wow. three weeks, and and uh, several of them were were sitting around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm seeing, but I'm seeing a lot more um, proper deals that fall apart for one reason or another. But but still, the last three weeks, everything exploded, and it wasn't just here. Somebody told me they were in um, Southern California. The same thing happened, Santa Barbara, like. It's, huh. There was something in the air. What, what, mm. were, what were the deals falling apart for in general? I literally had one fall apart today. Oh. It was supposed to close tomorrow, and the it was a condominium. And it was yesterday discovered that a homeowner is suing. It had nothing to do with this unit. Okay. A homeowner, the ice maker from the unit upstairs leaked. The homeowner suing above the insurance that she could get. She's suing the 
the HOA, which is like suing yourself. Um, <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah. And for pain and suffering and additional damages. Pain and suffering. <laughs> I know. Too much ice on my <laughs> head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what that effectively does is shuts down the entire complex yeah. and you can't sell those properties anymore. I remember wow. uh, Shelter Bay in, in Mill Valley yeah. had some issues with... Something to do the foundation or something, big. and it basically halted everything, and, and everything dropped a hundred, two hundred thousand overnight. Yeah, wow. and that was like thirty five years yeah. ago, and it still has that stigma. Does that complex really? more than anything. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I remember that as you, still, you remember the answer. that too. Yeah. But here's a here's a but lenders have their standards right, and they're not flexible. Yeah. So. You know, it's not even a construction defect in the complex. It's somebody's no. ice maker. Right, right. <laughs> but that shut the whole thing down. It was Union Bank was the lender, and they're pretty easy, but until they're not. Mm, well. So I was searching today on other lenders and what we could do and put it back on the market. Might have another offer. Might not. It might work. It might not. Right. So it's a little mm. tricky. Wow. I mean, and maybe they want to do a Pacific private money, but I mean, this particular buy, it didn't because they work for Union Bank and there were some benefits. And, uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Boy, that's so, so it's still, you said it's a little schizophrenic. Yeah. And we got some deals falling through, but mm-hmm. then things were sitting and now everything's flying again. Wow. Well, that's okay. good. That's why you got a big smile on your face. <laughs> I know. I feel really good. High energy. You know, how, yeah. many, how many people, um, a few years ago, it was something like 30% of the purchases in Marin, especially Southern Marin, were from San Francisco residents. Yeah. Is that still it's the case? It's still absolutely the case. Okay. Yeah. Well, people either moving out of the city to go Congested to the suburb. Yeah. 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 Um, is it family. just a, yeah, is it the family thing or is it the, just the, they've been outpriced? Oh, I mean, or? there's just young 30s, 40s couples. They all look like Barbie and Ken. They look perfect. They're coming out of the city. They don't have children, but they're going too soon. Yeah, because I, I think about the city and you know, all the cement and everything. And yeah, you, okay, you got Golden Gate Park and all that and Chrissy Field. But for the most part, where everybody lives, you know, I, I, just, I just can't see living in the person. I just can't see living yeah. in the city. No, I lived yeah. in the city for a while. And yeah. I loved it because there, you could eat out every night at a different place and, and yeah. just walk to everywhere. But yeah, after, you know, getting married and having a family, yep. then it's the last place I would want to live. Although it's a great place to visit. Yeah. So. yeah, it's so funny. I remember, uh, and this was back in the '80s. They had said that if you chose a different restaurant every day to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, wow, it would have taken you like eleven years. Wow, at the time, and I then mean, it, it would kept going because there's new ones. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. they keep changing all the time. Well, uh, Patty, how do people get a hold of you? You got a wealth of knowledge. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so it's Patty Cohn, C O H N. I'm with Pacific Union Real Estate, and my phone number is 415 722 4842. And you can also find me at bestmarinagent.com. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> Why did they call it that? <laughs> and when we come back, uh, we're going to ask Nam Fon a couple of uh, interesting questions about uh, your company and uh, about verifying assets. It'll be very interesting to hear your take on that. Okay, second trivia question. Now, this one I didn't know because I actually didn't see the movie. So, I, you know, usually I pick questions that I know the answers to just so I can sound smart. But I, w- I wasn't very smart on this one. <laughs> what actress plays Arwen, A-R-W-E-N, 
in the movie Lord of the Rings. Oh, God, don't know. See, and if you don't know Lord of the Rings, which I really don't, unfortunately. I think I know unfortunately. this. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I got this just for you, Nam, because I knew, I knew you'd know the answer. <laughs> you, you, we always like to make you look smart. Of course, you, you're already smart anyway. Uh, call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. What actress plays Arwen, A-R-W-E-N, in the movie The Lord of the Rings? Um, Patty, you will know, I believe, the name of the actress. You just don't know that she played this part. Oh. All right, don't touch that now. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You probably heard about Pacific Private Money's Mortgage Pool Fund on this station, the Pacific Private Money Fund. Now, come meet the team at Pacific Private Money on Thursday, September 27th at the Fremont Marriott. Learn how you can earn yields of 7.5 to 8% secured primarily by California deeds of trust at conservative values. If you are an accredited investor and would like to attend, please call 415-883-2150 to RSVP as space is limited. That's 415-883-2150. Have you ever wondered how the banks make all their money and wanted to be on the bank side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, their clients do just that. For almost a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more, secured primarily by California real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent above-market returns on their savings and retirement accounts. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost your income. Join the thousands of California residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing. For more information, call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150, or visit their website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation, and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fawn and Patty Cohen. Second trivia question. What actress plays Arwen in the movie The Lord of the Rings? Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Oh, that's correct. Wow. I know. I remember that now. You know, yeah. it's funny. She was in a... Uh, have you ever seen That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks? I <gasps> love yeah. that Isn't movie. Isn't that great? It's, it's, one of the, it's, it's a clean so movie, fun. too. Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Nam, you want, before we get into what we were going to talk about with you, you had a quick question yeah, for Patty. Yeah. No, just continuing on the uh, vein of real estate. Um, so in this market, it's schizophrenic. I mean, you know, if you're a buyer looking to purchase in this market, I mean, how should you approach it? Because like you were saying, some mar- some properties are moving quickly. Mm. Uh, some aren't. And so I know it's a neighborhood to neighborhood mm. phenomenon, right? Purchasing. Yeah. But, um, you know, you're, you're a great agent. You've done so many transactions. When you're working with a buyer, what are the things that they should be considering when making an offer. Yeah, that's a great question. And what research can they do ahead of time? And then obviously they're looking for you for that expertise. Uh Um, What would you recommend to them? Well, first of all, make sure you have a really good agent that knows that micro market that knows value. Value is the most difficult thing to ascertain. 
mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, if you're in a track market in the Midwest, it's easy, right? But and then and then sell, buyers will often go, well, Zillow says it doesn't matter what it says on Zillow; it's usually wrong. We don't know if it's too high or too low, but it's wrong. So first, get a really really good agent, right? And then. Take a look at the property. How long has it been on the market? What are the major flaws? Um, you know, like I, I like to say that, you know, if you have one or two flaws in real estate, it's okay. But once you have three, so for example, three, it's it, it's a really hard property to sell. So for example, on a busy street, 50 steps, stairs up to the front door yeah. and, um, you know, up in the hills. Uh-huh. And three mm-hmm. dead bodies were found last <laughs> no, week on it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. like that. So That's the one that's only one flaw needed in that case. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's exactly. True. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean I think the question is 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 it one of those primi, primo properties in the flats with a great school district, everybody right. wants it, you know. So uh, like buy, of course buyers are really smart. They can figure out what they want, they can figure out what what makes sense, but it's really good to have an agent that knows the market. So then how long has it been on the market? You right. know, what why they, has it been on for that why long? Why has it been on? Or, yeah. Okay. Let me see reports. Why is the seller selling? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's overpriced, and no matter what, that seller is not coming down. Right. There's no logic. It's, gotcha. you know. Okay. I remember buyers, or, or a strategy was for buyers to write a letter oh, yeah. to the seller. Is that still going on these days? They still yeah. do it. Absolutely do it. Okay. In fact, when the uh, when we get to the deal of the week, I, I've, I've got a deal, and you probably have another one to, to talk about. Yeah. And so one other question, too. Zillow used to be a conversation starter, but always on the wrong foot. Like, because, oh, Zillow says it's worth this, especially if you're the Mm -hmm. listing agent trying to get the listing. Is it still that way? Are buyers still going, you know, Zillow says this, but, you know, I understand Zillow's not accurate? Or do they say, Zillow says this, and I'm not budging from this belief? Well, buyers go through quite a learning curve. I mean, some of them are just after 10 months, they just move on. Or they've lost a lot of properties before. Mm -hmm. They're bloody just going, I can't do it anymore. So they learn. You know, the market tells the truth. Like, value is defined as fair. Fair market value is defined as what will a buyer pay. And you'll Mm -hmm. find out with the free enterprise system of multiple offers, you know? Right. So... You know, it's a good question, but Zillow is not that accurate. But I look at it, and I'm thrilled when I take a listing, and Zillow says it's worth a hundred thousand more than uh, we listed for. Doesn't mean that Zillow's correct. It just yeah, means right. that people are going to be looking at that. That's a good yep, thing. Sure. Ah, uh, yeah. Good point. Gotcha. Uh, so, Nam, moving on to you. Uh, it says here, how can I verify what assets you hold in your fund? So, for a couple ways, you can just call, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll provide you with the uh, portfolio. Or, if you're a current investor in the fund, through our portal, you can download, and this is updated every month, the list of loans in the uh, fund. So, it's available. We update it. Obviously, every month, there's new loans that are added. Some pay off. So, it's always changing. But not not by a lot, maybe ten percent at the most. Okay, now we're we're constantly getting new listeners to the show, so give yeah. me a brief background as to the company you work so, with. So I'm with Pacific Private Money, where private lenders located in Marin. We lend throughout California. We lend to borrowers on real estate, typically a purchase, uh, and um, you know in scenarios that uh, that Patty described earlier. And we provide the funds through uh, a fund, a mortgage pool fund. It's a debt fund, and it's made up of uh, investor capital. Uh, credit investors located uh, actually all over the country, but predominantly here in the Bay Area, and they invest uh, in our fund, and in return they earn, you know, seven and a half to eight percent net annualized return to them, which okay. they can receive monthly or they can reinvest the earnings and actually compound their return 
you know, about 30 basis points or so. Okay. So um, we, we lend uh, to borrowers on real estate. And um, going back to your question, you know, the portfolio of loans that we have in the fund is currently about 94, 95 loans. And um, investors can, can log into the portal every every month or any time, really. Uh, it's just updated monthly and see the address, the loan amount, the loan to value, um, all of the information. And, they, and give a, a quick track record. So we've been in uh, the fund has been in, in existence since 2013. Okay. It's now at about 42 million in assets under management. Um, the return has been seven and a half to eight percent since inception. Uh, zero losses, so zero loss of principal, which is a great track record. And uh, that's you know Pacific Private Money has been around since 2008. Uh, 1,500 loans, half a billion dollars in loans funded. Uh, again, zero losses as well. Not so, bad at all. Not record. bad. In fact, so uh, I was talking to one of the underwriters at Pacific Private Money yesterday, and so a deal came across the desk that uh, got, as they say, green-lighted, so it got approved. So there's a property in uh, southern Marin that was purposefully, uh, just like San Francisco, where they purposely made it low, knowing they pretty pretty much knowing they were going to get multiple offers at a higher price. And sure, enough they, and sure enough, mm-hmm. they did. Okay. So a property that was put on the market for a million was worth more than that, and it got bid up to a million three. Nice. And so this borrower wants to borrow 70% of the million three. And even Zillow said it was worth about a million two fifty. So you know, for, for we happen to be talking about Zillow, so we yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, the borrower though um, doesn't quite have two years worth of self employment income. He's got about a year and a half, but he makes really good money, and so he and he's got a, a seven sixty FICO, I think it was score. Oh, nice. So. The problem, though, is for for a bank, you know, they may look at the, you know, well, wait, this house was only being listed for a million and you bid it up. You know, what's the real value? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the fact that he only has less than two years worth of self-employment income is a little nerve wracking. Yeah. And so that's why he had to go private money. Right. Uh, and he sent a nice little letter with uh, the package that uh, to, to the the seller of the house, you know, oh, my my fiance, we're going to get married, we're going to start a family, and and all this really sweet stuff, and uh, and then mentioned also, you know, I'm, I'm putting this in with no finance contingency, knowing knowing that he could get private money, but you know, but I'll be refinancing probably in about six months hmm. because by then he'll have his two years, right? So a nice little loan, you nice. know, um, you know, seventy percent loan to value. It's about pushing the limit right but it's kind of in our backyard so to speak it's in marin yep and it's in a, a good area mm. in in this in the south uh, southern marin nice so uh you know it should work out pretty well and i think the interest rate he's paying is nine and a half percent and especially like well, a million million three is entry level in southern marin yeah. so it, right. it'll always be pressure on that market yes yeah exactly. was that in mill valley yeah wow that is yeah, yeah. entry point for sure so. that's great i Great, getting to Mill Valley. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's uh, so it looks like you know that loan will go through, and again, he's being charged you know some points plus nine and a half percent interest. So when Pacific Private Money takes out you know their management fee, it's still going to net you know over eight percent. Absolutely. So it's still you know it, it kind of shows the kind of deals that you're doing um, because if I remember correctly, you do lots of deals. Um, 
but you turn down a lot. Absolutely. And after the break, I'll give you another deal of the week, and we can talk about the next fun event, too. Yes. Okay. Uh, Another trivia question here is, taking advantage of a fad at the time, what song became a number one hit for Ray Stevens in 1974? And I remember this very well. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer, and you'll win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohn of Pacific Union Realty. All right, third trivia question. Taking advantage of a fad at the time, what song became a number one hit for Ray Stevens in 1974? Patty, you weren't even born then, so <laughs> no, I'm going to ask you the question. No, I have no clue. No clue? Uh, I remember. Do you remember this? No. Oh, yes, they call him the streak. Oh, yeah. Fastest man on two feet. That was when people were going naked. Yeah. Naked as a jaybird. I remember. remember. That? They were streaking. They do it in high school graduation. I think it was yeah. more like the late 70s that they did this. Well, 1974, they came out with a movie. Oh, 74. Or the, the song, excuse me, Ray Stevens. He comes out with all these you know, guitar fans. I thought you said 64. That oh, is no, no, exactly when people were streaking. Yep. Oh, I remember God. it well. That's yeah. funny. All right. So, Nam, you said you have a deal of the week. Oh, yeah. So, we had a deal of the week where, kind of similar to what you described, it was a um, family uh, who has a home in Mill Valley, and it's worth like $2.3 million. And relocation, job relocation down to Southern California. Um, but, well, they were relocating uh, and uh, were downsizing, too. So, they were going from a $2.3 million to probably $1.6. But she had, she had multiple job offers. Exec, high-powered exec, hmm. but wasn't willing to take and just choose anyone yet. And um, she came to Pacific Private Money because she needed a bank, or she couldn't get bank financing until she had a job. Gotcha. So we were going to do the bridge loan, and a lot of the investors like, well, she hasn't signed a letter of employment yet. But um, so a lot of people backed off because they kind of looked at it like a bank as well. She doesn't huh. have her employment yet. So we kind of want to wait. If she signs a letter, um, you know, with the, with a bank or with or with, a, a with a, an employer, yeah. we'll go ahead and fund it. So even some of our investors, but a few said, "Look at her track record." I mean, she's going to accept high powered exec. Yes, she can accept for somebody. And her point was, "Hey, I don't want to accept a job just so I can get this loan, yeah, so exactly. I can get this home." So Smart. she said, "You know what? I'm not going to do this." But we had a number of investors, and I think a fund may have taken part of this and said, look at her past. Uh, so this yeah. is where the common sense kicks this in. Story, She's not yeah. going to just get a loan, move in, and then take and no job. They take yeah. no job. Right? Exactly, yeah. So the risk was, was there was so such low downside What was risk. the loan to value on that one? She she was bringing in, she had like an 800 FICO. I think she okay. was bringing in like another 800 or something like that. So yeah. it was really low so loan to value. We can cross against the property that she has in oh, Mill Valley. So, yeah, oh, so you're on. looking at really low loan to value. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to default on that. But it was, and she'll refinance, you know, yeah. actually now, in this now in case. In that case, she, you know, I could imagine someone like that will take any job that she, you know, just to take a job to make sure that she doesn't miss the mortgage payments. Exactly. Right. Right. But not to get the loan to begin with. Right. Now, that makes that 
that makes total sense. So she was being courted by five different companies. So oh, come on. yeah, yeah, she should so, accept one of them. <laughs> that's yeah. where we go. This is a no-brainer yeah. deal. Yeah. And uh, I got to think that being a high-powered executive, you know, the income would satisfied any of the right the, the requirements. And, but you know uh, what? Also. Um, I was thinking, well, even if she's out, doesn't chooses not to work for a few months, she's not going to go under. Right. However, always Google your people, because I was renting to someone. I had a house I was renting for ten thousand a month. They moved from a five million dollar house a few years back. They the house that they were selling, and that actually it was like six years ago. So that that five million house would be eight or nine. Yeah. Um, the house they were selling out of the state was five two, which was probably the nicest house in the whole uh-huh. state. Sure. Mm-hmm. So then I googled him. SEC fraud, um, lots and lots and lots of stuff. He's now unemployable and in his 40s. Oof. Wow. His 40s? You know, yeah. So we do background checks on every borrower That's application. Good. So That's they good. go through an application process. Yeah. So we do do the good, background good, good. checks. Yeah. It's good to have that. So what because was, what if she had some like sure. something yeah. out there on the me- in the in the internet that you could have found out that would have made her unemployable? So, Absolutely. So what, what, what did you Did you basically just politely decline No, no, no. I, I ran it to them. And uh, it, was, it turned out to be a mistake, but okay. um, uh, it was okay. Learn. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I had a nice deposit. They yeah. came up with the deposit. Everything was fine, but I just moved back into my house last month. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I had a lot of work to do. They, yes, they did. Oh, that's where I moved back. Wasn't planning on it. But, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I realized like there's things I had to get done anyway, so I'm, I'm glad to be back. But anyway, that's the, you know you take a risk and you, but like go in with your eyes open all the yeah. time. That's good. Yeah. good advice. That's good. Jeez. Uh, oh, uh, you ha- Pacific Private Money is having a fun event. Yeah. So our next event is the end of this month. It's uh, Thursday, September 27th, and this one we've taken the show on the road. It's going to be at the um, Fremont Marriott. Uh, okay. Right off the freeway, right off of what uh, eight eighty, um, and that's September twenty seventh. It's six thirty to eight thirty. So if you want to attend, just give us a call at our office four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty. And you've been getting a lot of people responding because uh, you, you we're at the money show. Yeah, at the money ago. show, there are quite a few people who expressed interest. We uh, were at the money show just a couple of weeks ago in San Francisco, and it was a great event. Quite a few people uh, who. Actually, listen to this show. So hopefully they're listening now. Thank you for stopping by yeah. our booth. But uh, come see us in Fremont uh, in a couple of weeks. But give us a call, 415-883-2150. And register. Four, uh, I'll say it slowly because a lot of people are just like, 415-883-2150. Or just go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. And I guess what, on the contact page, contact you? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. fun. All right. Uh, you know what, Patty? I forgot to ask you this question here. Uh, does it matter which company an agent works for, is it, or is it really the agent? Oh, well, I mean, it's primarily, honestly, the agent, but it, company does matter. So if you're with, I mean, you're always going to get a stronger network and a stronger marketing team than if you're on your own. It just sure, is. Sure. Right. And then... You know, there's certain leaders in the in a marketplace, and those leaders, if you can go with a leader in the marketplace, a top agent in that company, then you've got both covered. And what right. about teams? Like sometimes there'll be you know two people. Well, I could team. argue two for the price of one. I mean, you could say two for the price of one, but you could also yeah. say more to fall through the cracks. Because hmm. who's really paying attention? Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm accountable for everything personally yeah, myself. Right. I don't want to do a team because it's like, oh, I thought you were doing that. I thought you were doing that. Gotcha. Who does the seller call? Oh, now we have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So 
it's I think it's better to have and I don't even delegate to an assistant. I just do really? once we get wow. into escrow. So I want to be on top of it. I want to know the answer when someone calls. You know, I want to I want to be yeah. proactive. I, they're not even going to ask me questions. I'm going to tell them right. what stage we're at, what's going on. You know, I want to be on it. And you know, that's a good distinction yeah. between between you and a team because mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, a team you would think that that you have more resources, huh. but I can understand. I mean, I've been uh, a broker. Uh, in the past myself and and where stuff can fall through the cracks yeah. communication is actually like almost you have to be triple you have to triple the communicate what do they say if so. you want something done right you got to do it yourself it's true yeah. and so. the bug stops here and the seller doesn't know who should i call for this and you know anyway no good 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 point uh we have uh, about another two minutes before we cut the break is there anything you wanted to specifically cover yeah also you know um at the event at the money show um you know we also talked about private money loans as well yeah. so for investors who well backing up a little bit if to invest in pacific private money fund in the fund you have to be accredited so a million dollar net worth or uh, in in total assets but you can't include your property or personal residence or you have to have an annual income for the last two years of 200000 as an individual or 300 as a uh, couple. If you don't qualify uh, for the fund because you're not accredited, accredited, you can invest in individual deeds of trust on privatemoneyloans.com. So you can register there. It's free. You can see loans, individual loans, if you want to uh, invest in individual trust deeds. Okay. So the returns are typically 8% or even higher. But they are individual trustees. So uh, if you're new to that... Yeah, you don't have the diversification. Right. Uh, If you're new to that, uh, or if you have experience, call us as well. Same phone number, and I'll talk slowly. (laughs) (laughs) 415-883-2150. Call for either the fund or if you're interested in trustee investing. All right. Very good. And uh, gosh, let's see. I've I've been invested since... No, not quite the beginning, but close. Uh, 2013 in July, I think. Oh, wow. So one month uh, into it. Yeah, about so, a month, month into it. Um, yeah, today we have uh, 180 investors, wow. about 95 properties in the fund. And, um, you know, the returns returns been really consistent. We recently launched a platform so that our fund investors can go in at any time. And you can change your distribution method every month. So you can go from receiving a monthly check... Uh. To reinvesting it, just you can go in and do it yourself. You can add to your investment anytime. You can track and see how it's doing. Um, so we're really pleased with the launch of our yeah, it's a great company. For, for me, the best uh, the best part is uh, no losses. I know. Uh, yeah, Did I say no losses too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no losses. <laughs> I mean, Another I, I, really good point is nothing for the investor to do. Yeah, like I mean, right. if you're gonna buy, I'm a, I'm a landlord. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I know it is tough. Okay, stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, listeners. This is Edward Brown, your host. I had a 40-year-old listener sign up for a $500,000 life insurance policy guaranteed not to increase for the next 35 years at a cost of only $51 per month. Holy smokes, that's less than $2 per day guaranteed for 35 years. Imagine, this is probably the last life insurance policy this listener will ever need to buy because the premium is fixed for the next 35 years and it is from a well-known, highly rated company. For your free quote, call our toll-free number, 888-912-1190, and make sure to leave your name and ask for a free quote. I'll get right back to you. 
Hurry, as I suspect these rates will not last long. Again, call 888-912-1190 and ask for your free life insurance quote. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Vaughn of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Pacific Union Realty. Sometimes I say Pacific Union International. It really is international. It is. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> then it's like, who are you? Well, we're a real estate if company. I want, so if I want to buy something in Morocco, I call you? Not really. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, Patty, the selling season. Well, right now, literally, this week is our second selling season. So the first big selling season uh, is spring, day. which is right. March, April, May. Yep. But guess how long it is? It's only about three or four weeks. Because think about our culture. All of a sudden, like October 1st, people start going, wow, the holidays are almost here. And yeah. right. November, we're checked out Yeah. yeah. as a culture. Mm-hmm. You know, so right now, if you you know if you're thinking about getting your house on the market at all, do it right now. We got to prepare it. We got to photograph, photo it. We've got to get it on the market. Because a lot of people also want to be either out of their house by the holidays or into their new house by the holidays, exactly. right? What about the kids in school issue, though? Yeah, well, it depends what, what you're selling. So uh, if it's an untraditional, uh, you know, the whole, most kids, uh, most people are ta- dealing with homework right now and parents, they're like, they're not moving. They are not disrupting their household right now. Okay. But uh, not every house has kids, and not yeah. every house is made for kids, you know? Are you seeing, is there any correlation between the time of year and whether it's boomers selling or families mm. selling? Yeah, I mean, I think in the winter, untraditional houses are purchased by untraditional people. So if the traditional market is those buyers with kids, right. then um, the untraditional market would be uh, somebody that works for themselves so mm-hmm. their business is slower in the in the winter uh, they get okay. to pay attention to their own needs right. and they're oh. buying an untraditional house because they're an untraditional person and maybe they want to be in a little retreat somewhere or they want a, a, a condo okay. you know they're not dealing with kids right you know? right that's also if uh the, if they're not moving too far from where they currently live they just want let's say a bigger house and then they're not moving school districts that could be one thing. Mm-hmm. And also in, in certain areas like Marin, maybe even San Francisco, where people are going to private school, it doesn't matter where they live. Well, right. that's true. But think about when your kids were little and those that first month back to school and that craziness and the, right. the, the, yeah, the, all the, the back to school month, nights yeah. and all those homework. You don't want to move. No, that, yeah, that's, that's true during the, during that time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe you know, early spring or something. Yeah, like, that's yeah, the deal. market right there. Okay, so right yeah. now is, is the next... Second sorry, selling season right now. Season. Things that's are right. popping. For three weeks. Yeah. So we should be pretty busy, too, because we're tied to a lot of times to the residential real estate market. <laughs> Which brings yeah. me to the point, uh, usually when people think of private loans, they think of, you know, commercial yeah. or, or rental property, but your Pacific Private Money is one of the few lenders that does... Owner-occupied. Right. Owner-occupied private lending. So a lot of times we get the referrals from real estate agents, realtors, Mm -hmm. and mortgage brokers because plan A, their conventional loan, uh, either, you know, something happened and they run out of time um, and we're plan B. And a lot of people don't realize that uh, plan B exists for owner-occupied consumer, meaning, you know, non-conventional lending. Mm. So that's us. 
415-883-2150. And again, Patty, how do people get a hold of you for questions on real estate? Thank you. It's Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. I'm with Pacific Union, and I'm at 415-722-4842. No obligation. Happy to answer any questions. Now, Patty's really good about that. She doesn't, like, say, oh, you've got to give me a listing if I can answer questions. No, you're really good about it. And you've been ranked... In, over the last several years, what in Marin? Like this year, I'm top one percent, and I'm only. I mean, I'm for thirty years. I'm in the top five percent all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, so. there's a reason for that. You do a good job. <laughs> that happens. All right. Thank you very much for uh, joining me yet again. Uh, thoughts for today? Goals are dreams with deadlines. Absolutely. I just read that. that. Who said that? I I did. Okay. Just now. And uh, this one actually comes from Thomas Jefferson. I thought it was interesting. It says, when you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. Oh, my God. (laughs) I like that. He said that? He said that, yeah. I mean, I said it and he said it. But we'll give him credit for that one. Yeah. All right. uh, So out there in uh, Radio Land, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best. Of investing. investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.